Sunday morning, pastor said, all right, how many of you did the homework I asked you to do? <clears throat> uh, all hands went up in the air. And pastor says, oh, now you got me started here. I got something to preach on then. I'm going to preach on the spirit of lying because I found all of you hands all raised up lying before the almighty God. <laughs> because Mark has not no, chapter 17 in Mark, all right? <laughs> well, this is no lie today that we are here. All right? This is no lie today that Jesus Christ is risen today. Amen? This is no April Fool either. <laughs> Glory to God. If anybody wants to check it out, go for it, check it out. Do, do the archives, do the digging, archaeological digging, so whatever, check it out. Jesus is risen today. How about tell somebody next to you, Jesus is risen today. And that is the reason we're here today. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And it's a joy. It's a joyous thing to know that our faith is what it is today because somebody there to fulfill the Father's promise and Father's desire. Amen. That is the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And today, it's, let me just read the scripture, Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Just a couple of verses there. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Uh, if we go down to uh, uh, verse 8, Thou hast put all things under his, sub under his feet, uh, for that he put all things in subjection under his feet. He left nothing that was not put under him. But now we, we, now we see not yet all things put under him. But, verse 9, but we see Jesus. Everybody say, but we see Jesus. But we see Jesus. Who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of the death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. That's where I'm going at. That will be my text message today from verse 9. But we see Jesus crowned with glory and honor. Hallelujah. Amen. And I, I started by saying that this is, this is, this is no a prayer for, but when you look at the word crown, that depicts something. Crowning indicates something has taken place before that event. We see Jesus crowned. So I want us to begin to have at the back of our mind what I'm going to share this morning, that there is a crowning for each and every one of us. And the title I'm going to title this message is, You and I, we too can finish strong. We too can finish strong. You see, before you get to the point of being crowned, Things have transpired. You have persevered. You have beaten all odds. You have come against all turbulence. You know, whatever it takes to be able to come to the point of the finishing line and then getting the crown or whatever crown you are fighting for. Jesus set the pace in this resurrection story that if he came to the point where he became the crown, be, became crowned for 
what he had accomplished, the death he passed through, we too can finish that strong. Not many that finish strong get crowned. But tonight, I want to, this morning, I want to assure you that if you fight the fight of faith, the good fight of faith, we want to talk about that too briefly from Paul's perspective, you are heading towards that crowning. So remember, you too can finish strong. If Jesus did finish strong to the point of crowning, you too, I too can finish strong. We know this greatest basketball player of our time, Michael Jordan. You know, he has some things for going on for him. I want to just kind of, uh, kind of play back a little bit here. Michael Jordan is somebody who said, look, I have really, really come to the pinnacle of my career. Michael Jordan says, I don't have anything left to offer. Most of you that listened to him when he was making his final exit, he mentioned those words. And that sounds to me, when he says, I have nothing more to offer, Jesus is saying the same thing, it is finished. It is not like somebody saying, it is finished, I'm done. Okay, now I'm done. What next? Somebody should take over. Somebody should step to the plate. Somebody should put on the, you know, put, stick his foot into my path and then follow the path that I have for, I've taken up to this point. Jesus saying the same thing. It is finished. It is finished. I'm done. I have finished strong. I have done what I needed to do. And I have my crown. I have been crowned. So that we can see that of the truth, many of even Michael Jordan's starters could be able to kind of replay that same message, I am done. He remembered certain things that happened during his career, you know, beating against all odds. For example, he says he almost lost about 9,000 games. You know, this is somebody who has played 13 games for, for the Bulls, 13 seasons for the Bulls, and two seasons for the Wizards. He says he, of all, he almost lost about 9,000 games, 9,000 shots, rather, 9,000 shots, and then 300 Games were almost the number of games he lost during his career, uh, career as a basketball player. But he remembers on that issue, 26 times he failed his team to deliver that game-winning shot. You know, whenever there's that last-second thing or something that they want the Michael Jordan to handle the last ball to bring that game-winning shot. He says 26 times he tried that, he failed his team because he missed the shot. But this is what tricks kind of kind of stirs me up when he, when he was doing his induction, when he was being inducted into the Hall of Fame. He said, I remember just one incident, just one incident. We were down by about 25 shots. We were down to losing. We were about to lose 25 shots down, but we toughed it up, and that game-winning shot, the very game-winning shot that I had been missing a couple times, this time around came through for me, and I shot that game-winning shot for my team, and they won. Now the question you come that comes to mind is how did they pull that off? How did Jesus pull it off? How can we pull it off? Jesus was we see Jesus crowned. We see Michael Jordan talking about I am done. And with that winning that game winning shot, how did these folks pull these off to the point of being crowned? For Michael Jordan, it's all his uh, memorabilia, all those goals that he has in his uh, cups, in his confines. But Jesus is talking about the crown of victory. How did he pull it off? And how can we pull it off? We'll learn one or two things about that in the perspective of Christ. Let me take our minds back to his, history also. We know people like John Wycliffe, the man, the reformer, the theologian, the preacher who laid the strong foundation for other men like John Huss. 
John Huss was that bohemian uh, uh, preacher reformer who got the fire from John Wycliffe. John Wycliffe finishing strong and passing the torch of fire to John Huss, the bohemian preacher. John Huss was the man that was willing to be tied to the stake and burned for his faith in Christ, for his reforma reformation. And then we go down the history, John Huss will pass the same torch of light to people like John, John, uh, 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 John Wycliffe. And we know a lot of story about this young man, John Wesley. We know quite a lot about him, too, which I don't want to go into. But I still remember people down the ages like John, John uh, Smith Wigglesworth also was a man that I have always, always admired because of his doggedness and his faith in God. So we can look back in history, then come to John Knox of Scotland. John Knox was the man that said, give me Scotland or I die. The man that put his faith online, prayed on his knees, and was willing to take Scotland on for God. So we can look back in history and see men who fought the fight, fought, with the, fought the faith, fought a good fight. I'm going to come to that again in Paul's perspective. And then finish strong and then passing it on to the next generation. Amen? Then we look at... I mentioned John Knox. Then people that are unnoticed in the scripture... Hebrews chapter 11 has a lot of these men and women of faith who for the faith they endured, the Bible says they were not even worthy to be considered as men, people of, 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 of worth, of nobleness in their time. They were people that Gideon was mentioned, Rahab was mentioned, people that had their faith online before they could come into the hall of fame of faith of Christ. Just like Michael, Michael Jordan did. So we see, see people that are unheard of today. Even down in Africa, we heard about the situation uh, uh, of, the, uh, of the killing of, um, of folks that would not want to denounce their faith in Christ. Now, these are people that are unsung heroes. People that took their faith for God. Because I believe, I believe, these are folks that want to finish strong in order to get the crown the crown of victory. We recently heard about the situation, one, how many, 147, 150 that were hacked to death in Kenya. And the simple question they were being asked was, are you a Christian or not a Christian? And if you say you are a Christian, you are shot dead. And for those who try to just kind of say, look, I'm not a Christian or I'm, not, I'm a Muslim, those who are saying I'm a Muslim, but they wanted to test them to really see if they were true Muslim by giving them a phrase to recite or something in the Islamic tradition. And if they don't recite it properly, they were hacked to death because they were found to be fake Muslims, apparently trying to dodge from being Christians. So people have seen in their life, this lifetime, even up to this present day, that folks put their life online in order to finish strong, even if it means at the point of death. Jesus Christ set that pace for us. Jesus Christ set that pace for you and I. That he finished strong in the midst of all odds, in the midst of all trials, in the midst of all accusations, that he might get the crown of victory, which you and I are entitled to. So if he did finish strong, church, you and I too can finish strong. Amen? Amen? So let me look at this scripture here. My food, Jesus Christ said, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish, to complete and to accomplish his work. That is John chapter 4, verse 34. That is what Jesus Christ said. His food was to do the will of him who sent him. And to finish it, to accomplish it, to complete it. 
in chapter 17 of um, verse 4 of John, it says, I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. In John chapter 19, verse 30, Jesus says, when he had received the drink, Jesus says, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Jesus remains the perfect example of the one who professed to finish well and strong. Now see the streaming of those words in the scriptures we just read. By finishing. I thought it started out by to finish, by finishing, it is finished. I want us to let this word stream now. It's just like when you turn on to the, to the TV and what is streaming on the TV today, what is trending. That should be the kind of trending spirit, the trending words in our heart today. That we, by finish, or to finish, by finishing, it is finished. The word finish should be commonplace today when we remember the resurrection story. It should be commonplace in our heart. It should be streaming in us that, oh, finish, finish. is the word finish, finish. Because the Bible says we see Jesus who put on the crown. And folks, to put on the crown, you must have finished something. If you want to get an award as the honorary graduate of your class, that is an award that is your crown. To get to that point, you might have been probably a straight A student. Maybe a couple of B's here and there, but at least compared to every other person, you might have made some straight A's to get that award. It could be something you are the best house prefect. Some of the things that I always admire when I was in high school. The best house prefect. To get to the best house prefect award, you might have spectacularly made your house, your platoon, the best that it ever can be during inspection times. So that when the crown comes for the first winner or the first winner in this award, you are getting it because you put in so much to get to that point. So it is finishing. Finishing well. Finishing strong to get to the crown. We ought to know that if our father finished it, he finished it so that we also can have the same message in our spirit to finish strong. I've seen people that are right now, I mean the families that are right now going through some torturous moment. And this is a message I preached two Sundays ago in another church in the evening. And I'm trying to share this message. Look, I said, this is what God is saying. If you remember resurrection story, remember this. The word finish. You've got to finish strong. I've known them to have been Christians for years. But right now, the turbulence going on in there is like, where is the word finish? Is it going to just be kind of a colossal, complete mess after all these years of building your faith in Christ? There are a lot of people talking about, we know those Christians. We know them very well. We know, we know how they have helped other people better. What is going on with their life? What is Jesus in this situation? And I'm telling the folks, you've got to finish strong. You've got to lay down the, 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 the personalities. You're going to lay down your own agenda and look unto Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of your faith. Because he wants you to finish strong. There may be times when we come through turbulent times. That's what he promised to us, that when we come in, we should be a good chair because... In the world, there is tribulation. But we should know that he has overcome the world. So this is the time to let the scripture play in your mind. The trending of the word finish. Am I going to finish this way or finish strong? Am I going to finish weak? We know people in the scripture that finished weak and did not get the crown. But we are patterning our life after this one Jesus whom we see. According to the book of Hebrews chapter 2, we see Jesus. Who 
tasted dead and wore the crown on our behalf so that we also might follow in his footsteps. So let that word trend in our heart as we remember the resurrection story. This is resurrection finished to finish by finishing. It is finished. And how did he do that? The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 2, I won't go into that, because he took his father's business as his. He sought after his father's business. There's no reason why Jesus could finish strong if he did not take the business and the mission of his father as his own business. And there's no way we can finish strong in the word of God, in the scripture, in our walk with God. If we don't thrill truly, beyond what is preached in the pulpit, take the scripture, take the word of God, take the mission of Christ as our mission. Be the chief executive of the mission of Christ. Not waiting to be told to do it, but we do it in prayers, in intercession, in sharing the word of God. In letting people know, come on in, come on in. You are invited. The feast is ready. Unashamed about it. Being bold about it. Taking it upon ourselves as my father's mission is my mission. Amen? That's what it ought to be. That's how he took it. Bible says, if you read that, that was when he went out to Jerusalem. They went out to do the normal Jerusalem, uh, the, the requirement of, uh, of the land in Jerusalem. And he stayed back when he was just about a few years old, 12 years old. He stayed back. The parents left, left him behind. And when they came back looking for him, he says, look, why come you looking for me? Don't you know that I ought to be about my father's business? So see, Jesus sought his father's business as a priority. That's one of the nuggets, one of the elements of him being able to finish strong and finishing well and getting the crown because he took his father's mission as his mission. Amen. He would do nothing out of selfishness because he was not self-centered. He was willing to lay his life down for, the, for humanity because his father wanted him to. In another point, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, and Matthew chapter 26, verse 36, if you read that, the scripture talks about when he says, Father, I know I've come to this point, but it's too heavy on me when he was making his final, that final prayer of intercession in the garden. He says, if it is your will, just take this cup off of me. I can't take it anymore. But if not, let your will be done. He submitted to his father's will. He sought after his business as his business. He submitted to his father's will. And that's all we can also do. If we want to partner ourselves, follow the path of Christ, we have to submit to his will. He submitted. He says, if let your will be done. I mean, I can just chill out right now at this point. But if you know it's not possible to accomplish that mission that I'm, I've sought after, your mission, the business you've given me, if you can't do it, then I, I, I bow, submit to you. We need to submit to God's will if we're going to finish strong. Look at Michael Jordan. Wakes up in the morning, everything submitting to the demands and the requirements of a basketball player who wants to be successful. Somebody who is tagged the most valuable player or the most popular player, basketball player of the times. So wakes up in the morning, does his own chores, and every day, every morning, every evening, there's that routine going on. There must be a routine in our Christian work as a way of submitting to the mission that Christ has given us. That routine must be consistent. Pastor has talked about that. Train, we're going to train. We're going to also make sure that we are always prepping and training and retraining because we can do that only on the basis of knowing that the will of the Father is our will. He says to pray without ceasing. 
He says that it is joy in heaven to, to bring a soul to, to, to the kingdom of God. There are 99 others who need no repentance. He says it, it, he came for those who were sick, but for those who were healed, they don't need no physician. And he says, I now send you to go out and do the same thing. Do likewise. We need to submit to that way. We need to submit to that demand because he did in his own time to finish well. And then down into Hebrews chapter 10, I won't go into that also. Hebrews chapter 10 and uh, Psalm, the book of Psalm chapter 40, if we have a time, you can read that. Jesus Christ was talking about in, in chapter 10 verse 6, this is what it says. In whole burnt offering and sacrifices for sin, you have taken no pleasure. Verse 7 says, Then I said, Behold, I come in the scroll of the book. It is written of me to do your will, O God. After saying, after that saying, he says, Sacrifice and offerings and whole burnt offerings and sacrifice for sin you have not desired, nor have you taken pleasure in them. In the echo in Psalm chapter 40 in verse 6 says on verse 7, Then I said, Here I am, I have come. It is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. I proclaim your saving acts to in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips. Lord, as you know. So what I call that is that Jesus Christ kept to the Father's demands. Jesus Christ walked in the it is written language. We have to walk in the it is written, the logos, the rema word, that rema word that translates into, we need to walk in that because he used that as his weapon to overcome every single situation that confronted him. He was the word personified. And that's why it says we should study to show ourselves that prove unto God walk men who do not need to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. What does he mean by that? We need to let the word of God be the person that we live every day. It becomes very, very, not, not, not that easy to get anger or offended, because the word of God is resident in you. It says, so God, it's a great peace have they which love the law of God, and nothing shall by any means offend them. Great peace have they which love the law of God. When you become the word of God personified, great peace. Somebody step on your toe like that, great peace. Somebody give you a name tag or a label that you know is not you, who you are, great peace. Somebody yell at you in the office for something that is insignificant, great peace. Jesus had to go through that too. They say he was a, a gluten. He ate too much with it. Oh, he didn't even discern that there were sinners in the midst of the place. Oh, how is he mingling with that? Oh, my God. Why is, why is he doing that with a, a Samaritan woman just all alone? My God, is that how it is? Is that true Christianity, Jesus? What are you saying here? Oh, come on, talk to us here. Great peace. Great peace have they, which love the law of the Lord, and nothing shall by any means offend them. Those are people that walk in the it is written word. He did and so he finished strong because he kept that front and center speaking the word of God because he was the word of God personified. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. This is the last man I want to talk about briefly. Paul took after the pattern of Christ. In the book of Timothy, this is what Paul said. Timothy, Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 to 8. I just bring out the key words there. You can put it on the screen, but I bring out the key word. It says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Fought a good fight. Finished my course. 
kept the faith. And the third part of it, because I couldn't find another F word for the third part of it, I simply said, I have fulfilled the faith. So fought the good fight, finished my course, fulfilled the faith, kept the faith. Amen. Now, you can see another word trending in Paul's vocabulary right there. The finished word. Today, as we remember resurrection, let that vocabulary of the finished word not get out of, of your system to finish strong. Paul says, I have fought. We know that we have to fight. Jesus fought too. I don't want to go into detail how many things Paul, Paul fought in his life. We know that, well, fought an animal, fought human beings, fought churches, fought uh, his, his own brothers and sisters in Christ. There was a lot of fight to do. They were not bad fight anyway. He said they were a good fight. So if we're going to finish strong, folks, take every, good, every fight as a good fight. Bring it on board. Okay, your, your, your tire hit a pothole and it got busted. It's a good fight. You meet somebody in your dealership and the other person is giving you a hard time. It's a good fight. Always welcome the good fight. Always be ready for a good fight because if you don't fight a good fight, then you won't finish strong. Now, you are not qualified to go into the second part of that statement until you know your fight is good. I am not defeated. Let it come. Alright? Somebody is not, uh, somebody is talking you somewhere. It's a good fight. I know some people that stalk women in the airport. And I tell them that you are losing that battle. I said that when I was in Newark, I know a young man, a colleague of mine, he doesn't care about doing his job well as long as he sees nice ladies passing by. That's all his concern. And I tell him you are losing a good fight. There's a, a section in our job that is called um, weakest link. That we cannot, we can't afford weakest link. And every, almost every week, I would say every month, there is a poster face there. That so this is one of our weakest link that we kicked out of this job. A lot of them come from the border, uh, border, uh, the border, uh, border patrol. Apparently, somebody just trying to let um, a nice gay lady come through. You know, come through his line. Into the, into, the, into, into the country and getting some kickback, some marriage one there, you know, stock something that we have weakest links in this job. A lot of them. A lot of them. So this is one of those I'm already tipping for that. The one in Newark. I say, well, it's going to come, it's going to come haunting you because you are letting the x-ray go by instead of looking at the x-ray and see what food they are bringing or something they bring that is illegal. You don't want to look at that. You want to look at the other girl that is bending down over there. And you're going to lose that battle. Uh, that's not a good fight. Okay? So, uh, but thank God, when I came here, sanctified job. This is a sanctified area. I didn't have to see worry about the young men around. Everybody's doing their job because we're all responsible. But God just did that. Amen? But this is what I talk about. You're going to have to fight a good fight. Every time you come against a fight, welcome it as a good fight. Seek for ways to turn it around. Through the word of God that is expressed in you, make it a good fight. Amen? And then finish your course. Okay, when Paul was addressing them in the in the um, in in in, in uh, the, the the elders in Acts on, on his final on his final uh, uh, trip, he was telling them, "Look, I am addressing you, elders, just to let that look. I'm going to Jerusalem. I don't know what is going to befall me there, but none of those things move me. Okay, because I am not only willing to die there in Jerusalem, but I am willing to finish the race and complete the task Jesus has given me." The task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Paul used the word finish a couple times. 
that trended in the spirit. We got to we got to put that word in there on a daily basis to finish whatever we go to finish it up. Finally, it says I have kept the faith. I have fulfilled the faith. That's what I call the triad of finishing strong. Fight a good fight, finish, and then keep the faith or fulfill the faith. Amen. So while we look at the scriptures today, <clears throat> we look again back to that scripture, looking away from all that would distract Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 to 3 amplified looking away from all that will distract us look to Jesus who is the leader and the source of our faith giving the first incentive for our belief and is also its finisher bringing it to maturity and perfection he for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him endured the cross despising and ignoring the shame and now sits at the right hand of the throne of god the the uh, the, the message transition says keep your eyes on jesus who both began and finished this race we are in study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was going study how he did it he never lost sight. He finished. He began. He finished. You too, I too, can begin. And we can finish well. That is the resurrection story today. Let that word trend in your spirit. To finish by finishing. And it is finished ultimately. And then you wear the crown of victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's say a word about prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you because... <clears throat> We can crown you with many crowns because you did finish. The scripture tells us explicitly well that you finished. And you said, it is finished. There's nothing more I can do. Today we know, God Almighty, you have set us an example that we will follow your footsteps. So help us on this side of heaven as we run this race that we might lay aside everything that so easily beset us in this race and then to run the race that is set before us. Thank you for your risen Savior, Father. Thank you for answering the call of Isaac when Isaac told his father, Father, this is the fire, this is the wood, but where is the lamb? And he says, the Almighty God shall provide himself a lamb. And down the road, down the history, the symbol of Christ was in Genesis. And today we are beneficiaries of that answer that Abraham gave his son. Jesus, our Lamb of God, has been sacrificed. But he's no longer in the grave. Today he is risen. So that we also might rise with him and be with him where he is. But until then, on this side of heaven, Father God, we run in the race. We are aware of that. So help us to constantly, Lord God, engage in good fight, fight of faith. Father Lord, that we have this ultimate goal to finish like you finish and be crowned. Father, we thank you that, God, we know if we believe the way you did, if we walk the way you walk, if we submit to your mission, Father, we will finish strong also. We thank you because we are more than able to do the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.